Welcome to MBA Podcaster, the only source for cutting-edge information and advice on the MBA application process. I'm Janet Nakano. High-ranked executives decide to get it, while successful entrepreneurs say they don't need it. Reasons to pursue an MBA cover the full gamut. While some decisions are clear and easy, like switching careers, other decisions can get much more complex. If you're in the middle of weighing the pros and cons of the degree, we'll help you decide if an MBA is necessary for you. We'll speak to a principal at an established consulting firm, and we'll hear what an MBA career services director has to say. And an innovative entrepreneur gives us his take on pursuing a business degree. This is MBA Podcaster. Stay tuned to the rest of the program after a brief word from our sponsor. Support for MBA Podcaster comes from Manhattan GMAT, the world's largest GMAT-exclusive test preparation provider. Developed by Ivy League education professionals and continually updated to reflect current trends, Manhattan GMAT's advanced curriculum goes beyond teaching the tricks and focuses on in-depth content understanding in addition to GMAT-specific strategy. All programs are taught by highly trained and experienced instructors with GMAT scores in the 99th percentile, a 760 or better out of 800. Visit manhattangmat.com slash podcaster to explore programs options, including comprehensive nine-session courses, private tutoring, one-day workshops, and a two-week intensive boot camp. MBA Podcaster listeners will receive a $100 discount on Manhattan GMAT programs by using the code PODCASTER when enrolling for a complete course. Visit manhattangmat.com slash podcaster to enroll and receive your discount. Manhattan GMAT, the new standard in GMAT preparation. A common time to evaluate your career is the four to six year mark after finishing undergrad and being on the job. Perhaps you aren't looking to make any major changes, but you're feeling stagnant, want to take on new responsibilities, or you want to move up the ranks. An MBA degree could accelerate your plans, but you could reach the same goals without it and without the cost. Jeff Rice is president of the MBA Career Services Council. He's also executive director of career services at the Fisher College of Business of Ohio State University. He says when faced with this tough decision, consider both your personal and financial goals. Uh, On the personal side, it should involve a, a clear and thoughtful analysis of career interests and ambitions, including taking a close look at industries and job functions and work cultures that are consistent with one's interests and values, and and I would also say passions. Financially, pursuing an MBA degree should not be viewed as a credential that will yield immediate financial gain. Granted, immediate MBA salaries are very good. However, the return on investment will often take two to five years to achieve given business school costs and, and the salary that, that MBA students are for, foregoing uh, while being in an MBA program for two years. This is, again, why the time spent on assessing career interest and satisfaction prior to accepting MBA admission is well advised. So I think that, that an MBA degree is certainly a credential that will help develop the qualities for someone to be successful in their career, but uh, the bottom line is, MBA or not, it uh, still rests on the individual and their competencies and how they progress in their career. 
As Rice says, it's up to you to mold your path the way you want it. He says the bottom line for any career professional is performance. What an MBA degree does bring is opportunity. An MBA degree can certainly add significant value to an individual's professional brand, and provide an opportunity for greater consideration by companies selecting new employees as well as individuals for upper management tracks. There is historically, and it's, it's well documented, an affinity between corporate recruiters and MBA degree holders, and that's well established. That's why a majority of the leading corporations in the world invest thousands of dollars in human capital hours in highly structured and, and highly expectant recruiting programs at dozens of top business schools、uh, here at the Fisher College of Business. This past year, we had nearly 150 corporations that were on our campus in a six-month window of time to recruit our talented MBA students.、Uh, 90% of them have a job. And they're going to be well paid, and, and they're on a significant career path. So I think you know there is that affinity that allows someone in an MBA program and, and obtaining the MBA degree to have that opportunity available to them. But the ultimate judge, MBA credential or not, of, a, of an individual's hiring and, and promotion capabilities is going to be based on past success. How much are these kinds of opportunities worth to you? If you're looking to stay at your present company, perhaps meeting swarms of recruiters won't be of much value. But even if you do want to venture into new territory, Rice says a business degree isn't necessarily the winning ticket. The selection model that a lot of companies use when they recruit. On campus and, and interview MBA students, they they use a model called behavioral interviewing. They they really try to tap into that person's past experience, what they did、uh, to achieve success. Because the corollary there is that that if an individual has achieved success in the past, even more importantly, recent past,、uh, they're going to be able to repeat that work behavior moving forward. And I think the MBA degree can help in that brand. Uh, but it really is going to rest on the individual. Taylor Milner is a principal at Stroud Consulting. Stroud is a young, growing firm working to drive operational change for their clients. Milner says although Stroud hires consultants with several years' experience, they also like to bring in the fresh undergraduates. We only need to hire this year probably ten or twelve individuals, so we only go to a couple of universities. And but in that process, it's a very, very rigorous process of、um, looking at people's. Innate horsepower, so their their analytical ability. We look at their interpersonal skills. We look at how they interact with groups and work with groups. We look at how they can solve problems, and we also try to look at how do we think they're going to develop and what's their potential if we can bring them into Stroud and then help them develop their their both their strengths and their weaknesses. So for for any undergrad to to join us, it's. It's a pretty rigorous process, and we we take even not just undergrads, but we take our experienced hires through a, a similar process as well. Milner says that Stroud Consulting, an MBA, isn't necessary to succeed or move up into the higher ranks. He says consultants can learn the qualities for success on the job. Almost every person that interviews with us, and certainly makes it a long way through our recruiting process, asks the question about: In two or three years, do I need to go back and get an MBA? And our Our answer has always been: We don't think you're going to need it to succeed in your career at Stroud. You may choose to go get an MBA because you want to significantly change your career path, but we don't think you're going to need one with, with Stroud. And, and not a single person that's joined us that stayed with us has gone off and gotten an MBA. We don't differentiate people with an MBA or without an MBA. Now that being said, we've got. 
probably about 10% of our workforce has an MBA. So it's not something we have a massive number of MBAs within our business. But on the same note, even if we did, we we would be looking at people's demonstrated ability. We wouldn't be looking at, okay, do or do they not have an MBA? We'd look at, are they qualified to either be hired or to step up into the the next role that we're asking them to, to step up in. As Jeff Fry said earlier, the bottom line is performance. Milner echoes his statement. He says at Stroud, the skill difference between two people is more significant than comparing a person with an MBA to one without. We definitely haven't seen anybody at Stroud be held back or have a barrier placed in their career because they didn't have an MBA. And and our, our sort of feeling on this is the People who are going to be successful are going to be successful regardless of whether or not they have an MBA. And an MBA only really comes into play if if you're in an organization that requires one to take a step forward. And I think more and more and more organizations are becoming true meritocracies where they, they look at your ability and your ability to do the next job and to succeed in their organization. And if you have that ability, they're not going to require that you have that MBA. An MBA isn't necessary, not at Stroud, and not for those learning what it is they need to know on the job. Jeff Rice says, but an MBA degree can be handy for those wanting to expand their knowledge at a faster pace. The the pedagogy and curriculum of top B schools these days is really all around leadership and communication skills and, and helping people better manage. And the the presumption is that that. A person entering an MBA program is looking to progress in their career, and progression is often most closely linked with with managing people and, and managing companies and managing processes and and wanting to um, succeed and, and and progress in their career. And so, you know, the the whole notion of of the curriculum uh, in most business schools is is around that concept: how to help a person leverage and improve their capabilities in those areas. Um, so I think that, that if someone is looking to, to uh, you know, the old cliche of fast track, uh, that, that, that's arguable, I guess, again, because it's so individual, but someone who's looking to progress in their career, an MBA would be a good choice. But Taylor Milner says for him, an MBA wouldn't be a good move. I think if I were to go get an MBA and, and leave Stroud at this point, I would definitely be taking a step back in my career. I uh, am eight years out of my undergrad degree, and at this point, what I'm going to learn and the relationships and the networks I'm, I've built and am building in terms of client relationships and my skills and dealing with them and my ability to help my clients change the way they run their businesses, what I'm going to learn and, and do over the next two years is going to be far greater than I than I would if I were to go get an MBA. and. Uh, I think the only reason I would choose to go get an MBA right now is if I wanted to make a significant change to my career path, if I wanted to get into marketing or if I wanted to get into advertising per, per se. For those who otherwise couldn't afford to take two years off from work to go for a full-time MBA, the proliferation of online, part-time, and executive programs offer an alternative route to the degree. Randolph Gray is one person who decided to start the online MBA program through the University of Phoenix. I served as a mechanical engineer for a long time and loved the job. I mean, I just love it. Uh, multiple, multiple patents. You know, I'd actually bring the product from, from design all the way to market. 
but then that's where it stops. Once it goes to market and then all the business aspects, you know, I, I was never involved with. At the previous job, I was trying to take on more responsibilities, moving along from a, a lead engineer going into project management and trying to reach a point of being, you know, the second level manager or even a director of a company. And that's when I decided, well, I probably need to to start, you know, in looking into an MBA. Gray says after taking just a few online classes, plans for the MBA degree got put on hold when an idea for a new product and a new business venture came at an unlikely time. I was on vacation, sitting on a beach in Hawaii, and uh, started looking around and noticing, of course, everybody's carrying cell phones, their MP3 players, and all their beach gear out there. And uh, I noticed people running around worried about their batteries running out, their cell phones, having to run back to the car, or back and forth, whatever, or bar somebody else's. I was like, well, here we are, just sitting here baking in the sun. Why not use solar power? Inspired by that day in the sun, Gray designed a solar-powered bag that can charge anything from cell phones to laptops to digital cameras. As Gray's business grew, he decided to finish up the degree he had initially started. When I started the business, I knew that there are many issues and many problems that pop up that, you know, I, I needed to take my education to the next level so that not only do I just learn from experience, but I'm able to anticipate what's going to happen. Because there, there, there is a lot to do. It, it's, it's a very taxing endeavor to start a company and cover every aspect of it. So I think the MBA has helped me along. Even while I'm taking the classes, I, I can apply what I'm learning uh, directly to this business as it's formulating so it's a, at such a young stage. There's a, quite a few of the classes that are very interesting. There's The marketing classes were very enlightening and very timely. I mean, it was right at the point where I was formulating a marketing strategy and a PR campaign for my initial products. It, it helps a lot. It helps when we're discussing any kind of business contract negotiation. There's just so many aspects, and there's still more to come. I know there's some interesting classes I'm looking forward to that I think will fall right in line with what I need. Even as a successful entrepreneur, Gray found an MBA program that fit his needs and his schedule. Jeff Fry says, think about where you want to go and what you need to know to get there. That's a good place to start when debating if an MBA will be a good choice for you. An MBA degree is not necessarily a ticket to career advancement or progression. An individual's competencies and skills and ability to manage and lead, achieve sustainable results for a company, promote themselves, those are the key components of career success and advancement. Now, can an MBA degree assist in developing these qualities and the end results? Absolutely. Support for MBA Podcaster comes from Manhattan GMAT, the world's largest GMAT-exclusive test preparation provider. Developed by Ivy League education professionals and continually updated to reflect current trends, Manhattan GMAT's advanced curriculum goes beyond teaching the tricks and focuses on in-depth content understanding in addition to GMAT-specific strategy. All programs are taught by highly trained and experienced instructors with GMAT scores in the 99th percentile, a 760 or better out of 800. Visit ManhattanGMAT.com slash MBA podcaster to explore program options, including comprehensive nine-session courses, private tutoring, one-day workshops, and a two-week intensive boot camp. MBA podcaster listeners will receive a $100 discount on Manhattan GMAT programs by using the code podcaster when enrolling for a complete course. Visit ManhattanGMAT.com slash MBA podcaster to enroll and receive your discount. Manhattan GMAT, the new standard in GMAT preparation.
For more information, advice, and to register for your weekly MBA podcast, visit mbapodcaster.com. I'm Janet Nakano, and this is MBA Podcaster. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned next time when we take a look at what international applicants need to consider when applying to U.S. business schools.